Welcome to today's edition of the Bible Class. Our teacher, Dr. Kenneth C. Hill, is teaching from the New Testament book of James. You may send your questions by email through our website at whcbradio.org. That's whcbradio.org. Or you may mail your questions to the Bible Class, care of WHCB, Post Office Box 5, Blountville, Tennessee, 37617. Here is Dr. Hill with today's lesson. Welcome to the Bible class. We're continuing our study in the general epistle of James, and we're finishing up with chapter 3. I suppose we'll finish that today. We're in the final two verses of chapter 3 of James. We're talking about the wisdom that is from above in contrast to the wisdom that is from this earth. The false wisdom of man versus the true wisdom that comes to man from Almighty God. And we are here at verse 17, recapping. Let's begin by reading verse 17 and 18 once more. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. So we see that the wisdom that is from above, from God, comes in a pure form. I think it's interesting, when you look on the shelves at health food stores, or you go to a pharmacy, you find all sorts of products that claim to be pure. Pure whatever it is that they happen to contain. We know that Ivory Soap for years proclaimed in its advertising that it was 99 and 44 100% pure. It never said pure what pure hog tallow, pure uh, soap bits and particles? It didn't say. It had so much air in it that it could float. We knew that. And uh, it was one of those soaps that they advertised, so pure that it floats. Well, it was the air bubbles inside of it that caused it to float, not the purity. And what was it pure? What what was what, what made it so pure anyway? Do you remember the advertising of genuine plastic or pure plastic? Don't accept any substitutes? Why would you care if it was pure plastic or 99% pure plastic? You see, purity is a wonderful thing, but what is that purity all about? If you're pure but vile... You are 100% vile. If you're purely evil, you're 100% evil. That wouldn't make it good, would it? If it was pure. So when we see the scripture here, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, it is pure wisdom. Pure 
wisdom, meaning without spot, without blemish, without any kind of uh, derivation, no digression. There's no problem with this wisdom. It is pure wisdom, 100% from above. That purity is from God Almighty, and that's where this pure or totally totally without blemish is where we get the the notion or the word here that leads us to understand that it is godly it's pure it's unadulterated it has no additives to it this is wisdom from above not wisdom from above with a little bit of man's ideas included you see that's where we get in trouble We take wisdom from above, we take the wisdom from Almighty God, we take the wisdom of Scripture, and we pervert it. We put a little sprinkle of the wisdom of man in there, a little sprinkle of the knowledge of the unholy as well as the knowledge of the holy, and then we want to present it as if it is wisdom from above, and it's not. If you take water and you put one drop of strychnine in it, and two drops of strychnine, and three How pure is the water? Not very, is it? Well, it may only have one or two or three or four or five drops of poison, but it still has poison in the water. Why would I want that? And you see, that's, that's what the Environmental Protection Agency in the United States is working at all the time, trying to figure out how much poison, how, ma- how many toxins, how many... Uh, things, various chemicals and other things, can be in water and it still be pure enough, not pure 100%, but pure enough that you can drink it without too much trouble. That's what they're always trying to figure out. It's what people that manufacture various things want to figure out. How much bad things, how many bad things, how many parts per million or billion or trillion of bad things can we put into this compound, and it still be okay. I won't go into all the details, but that's what happens every day in manufacturing. How many pieces of adulteration can we put into this thing and still have it pure enough for human use? That's not the wisdom from God. The wisdom from God is 100% godly. No additions from man And so it is pure. So it's 100% from God. It is peaceable. Peace is something that everyone seeks. Peace has been sought by man from the death of Abel at the hands of Cain. Peace is something that we cannot find even within ourselves without God's assistance. And you see, we have peace with God because of salvation offered to us freely by grace through faith in Jesus Christ and in him alone. So the wisdom that is from above is pure. It's purely godly, totally godly, 100% godly, and it's peaceable. It contains the peace of God that passeth all understanding. It causes us to be at peace with others and at peace with ourselves. It's gentle. Think of the most gentle 
feeling, the most gentle understanding that you can have, and it's far more gentle than that, because it is the gentleness of a heavenly Father that loves you more than the life of his own Son. This heavenly Father's love is that gentleness that's been given to us so freely in his wisdom for us. So it's purely godly. It is totally filled with peace, both peace with God and peace with man. And this wisdom from God is the most gentle of gentle. We cannot describe it. It is so gentle to us. Just as you were gently held by your mother when you were a baby and rocked to sleep and held and comforted when you were feeling ill, beyond that gentleness is God's gentleness. And so we have this gentleness, this favor with God that comes in his wisdom. So it's also easy to be entreated. Easy to be entreated is something that means basically willing to yield to your touch and to your need. God has given his wisdom to us so that when we have need of it, it is ours. It is given to us by Almighty God, administered, I believe, by the Holy Spirit of God within us empowering us to understand things that we can't understand on our own, empowering us to move forward in in situations that, quite honestly, we don't have the understanding to move forward, but God gives it to us by the agency of God the Holy Spirit. And it's easy to be yielded. It yields to our needs. It doesn't stand wisdom, doesn't stand on its own and say, I really don't want to help you with that. But it says, whatever your need is, I will meet you where you are and give you an understanding so you can live and teach and do what needs to be done. And it will bring me glory and it will bring you satisfaction. So it's easy to be entreated or easy to yield to your needs. It is full of mercy. We're told that God's mercy is new every morning. Every morning we have a new supply of mercy. Just as manna came in the wilderness for the children of Israel, and it was new every day, so it is with God's mercy. It's new every day. And when we have such need of mercy, and we do each and every day, we have a new supply of mercy each and every day. And so we know that this merciful, almighty God has filled our wisdom, which is from above, with his mercy. And so it enables us to use his wisdom without concern for using too much wisdom, or not having enough wisdom. And God gives it to us with that wonderful mercy that only he can give us. 
and it's full of good fruits. Now, when we talk about fruits, we usually think about the fruit of the Spirit. And certainly, I believe that we could say that it's full of the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, etc. And I believe that indeed that would fit here. I'm not suggesting to you that that's the only good fruit that would fit here. But I do believe that it's the fruit of the Spirit, and it's the fruit of a life that is lived in the wisdom of Almighty God. Think about it. This wisdom that is from above, that meets this criteria, gives us the fruit of a good life. It gives us that fruit that can be inspected and can be seen to be godly. Without partiality. Now notice, we were told earlier in the book of James that if we lack wisdom to ask of God, and he giveth, he doesn't upbraid, uh, he was not a respecter of persons in that he would give to anyone who asked. And so here it is, we see that he's without partiality here. Now we're also taught there in the first of James that we're not to be partial toward the person with good raiment, toward the person that's rich, toward one group or another. We're not to have partiality, and neither does God. God is no respecter of persons, we're told. We're taught that already. And here we see it again, that when God is giving us the wisdom, it is given without respect to persons. It's available for every follower of Jesus Christ. This gift, if you will, of wisdom is given to all who will follow Christ Jesus. It's without worrying uh, for it, without striving for it, but simply being there to receive this wisdom. And it is without hypocrisy. Now, hypocrisy means without the other face. Hypocrisy means to be totally sincere. It's without hypocrisy. Now, one of the things that has always bothered me, and I'll just be as honest as honest is, but I'll try to be as brief as I can, because I could go on for a long time about this. But one of the things that's always bothered me is the hypocrisy I see, oftentimes in folks who claim to be Christians. We're all human beings. We all make mistakes. We all have troubles and trials and tribulations. And we all fail from time to time. Why do we have to pretend that we're not human beings? Why do we have to pretend that we are something that we are not? Why do we try to present ourselves in a fashion that is not pleasing to God. That's in a hypocritical fashion. Here we're told that God's wisdom is given without hypocrisy. There's no hypocrisy with it. It is always totally true and transparent. And I guess one of the things I dislike about hypocrisy so much is the fact that I try to be as transparent as possible, and I really don't like people not to be transparent as well. Well, I'm not talking transparent being tactless. I'm not talking transparent being rude. I'm talking transparent as being honest. 
Because, you see, if you're following Jesus Christ, we know that honesty is the best policy. But before I go any further, I'll tell you that I fail at that, too. I fail at being as transparent as I would like to be. I fail at being as lacking in hypocrisy as I would want to be. Just as I fail to be as humble as I think I am sometimes. Oh, Lord, I'm proud of my humility. Boy, that'll get you every time, won't it? Of course it will. The minute that you think you have humility, you've lost it. <laughs> it's one of the one of the worst things in the world to think that you're so humble, because then your arrogance shows forth. Oh, my. You know, this Christian life is interesting, isn't it? And yet God presents this wonderful wisdom to us to assist us in following him and teaching his word and living for him and being the person that he would want us to be. Verse 18, And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. If you're going to have a ministry in a congregation of any sort, in any way have a ministry, if it's just being the usher or parking, helping park the cars or whatever it is, you're going to have to have peace in your heart. And you're going to have to make peace and show peace and sow peace. And that way, we see that very fruit of righteousness being sown in our lives as we sow peace in the lives of others. So let's go back over this in verses 17 and 18. The wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, or yields um, in a willing fashion, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Well, you see, starting there at verse 13, James gives us the teaching that godly wisdom is absolutely necessary for any of us who would teach. We must be meek. We must exhibit a practical application of the truth in our lives. We've got to live it before we can teach it. We can't teach anything that we don't live. And as I've told you, every time I teach from God's word, God puts it on me. And I work through it and walk through it as I'm trying to teach it. It's just part of it. And so we have to be careful as we go about to be as honest and transparent as we possibly can. But there are two wisdoms that teachers give. One is from the earth, and it's devilish, it's demonic, it's awful, it's terrible. It's filled with jealousy, it's filled with ambition, it's filled with strife. Uh, it uh, shows evil living. It shows confusion, and that's one wisdom. It's wisdom from the earth, and then the other is the wisdom from God. Oh my, that's what I seek. That's what I trust you want and you seek. The wisdom from God is pure. It promotes peace. It ends in righteousness and a righteous life, and it does not in any way present itself as being natural, impure, immoral, demonic, or anything of the sort, you see, because it's from God. It's not from this earth. And so we want that wisdom 
that is from above. And we want nothing to do with that wisdom that is from the earth. Those that cause strife and envy and jealousy, we are to have nothing to do with them. Back to verse 13 for just one moment. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you, let him show out of a good life, a good conversation, his works with meekness of wisdom. May that be the case with you, my friend, as you have the fruit of righteousness which is sown in peace of them that make peace. Thank you for joining us today for this edition of the Bible Class with Dr. Kenneth C. Hill. You may reach us by email by going to our website, whcbradio.org, and sending us an email on the Contact Us link. That's whcbradio.org. If you prefer to use the postal service, our address is The Bible Class, WHCB, Post Office Box 5, Blountville, Tennessee, 37617. That's The Bible Class, care of WHCB, Post Office Box 5, Bumble, Tennessee, 37617. You may also call us at 423-878-6279. Until our next Bible class program, we are trusting that the Lord will richly bless you as you serve Him.